0: All right, everybody, Art Stimmel here with another Art I Fact. In my trials and public uh, contact, I often come across people who are caught up in that age-old uh, controlled oppositional lie when it comes to the shape of the Earth. So I, I can test this theory by simply asking him this question. Have you heard of the flat Earth theory? And they're like, some people will like, no, usually younger people. Uh, and then middle-aged people will say, oh yeah, and their eyes roll back in their head, you know, like who would be so stupid as to dredge up an archaic concept that the, art of the earth is flat, you know. I mean, yeah, the art has a flat head too, right? Okay, so, then I'm like, okay, so you've heard of the debate between flat or round, flat or round, flat or round, flat or round, and that really is my introductory to this. So, it's a, it's a distinguishment distinguished between the limited models, which flat and round both fall under the category of. Because your typical flat earther is somebody who has a dome over their model. Okay? They call that the firmament. They get that from the Bible. Um, so this firmament dome over a pizza-type shape earth, and it doesn't lend well to uh, the globe people who say, oh, yeah, right, so you're going to have like a snow globe up there floating around or, or a disc um, you know, and the water is going to fall off the edge of the disk and all this stuff. So those are all limited models. And you might as well throw into that pile of limited models, not just the globe and not just the domed Earth, but also your hollow Earth, potato-shaped, triangular-shaped, square-shaped, whatever, four corners, um, aquarium, whatever, you know, all those things. And even the um, 1995's simulation theory. These are all limited Models. Now, let me explain what I mean by limited, because I'm going to get to the unlimited model, which actually is the real debate: limited versus unlimited. So, these limited models are just that—they're limited by space, by by area, by mass, by what you have. So, for example, a round, spherical globe—all you get is just one big giant ball. That's it. A domed—you're essentially cutting that globe in half and making half of. Globe and calling it a domed earth, but still limited. You know, your little uh, firmament dome is keeping everything in a small area, confined area. Hollow, you got a hole in the middle of that, still limited, a limited hole. The hole can only be so big. And then the simulation model you're going to be a simulation in a simulation, matrix neo, matrix neo, simulation, simulation in a simulation. Still, you're limited by your data bits, you're limited by the size of this computer that this entity has is making everybody be in this thing. So all four of those are limited. Limited in that that's all you get. Now, let's look at the other side. And the unlimited model, which is my episode entitled The Universe," Not universe. Univerth. Um, check it out. Yeah, I've actually posted it twice already on this podcast playlist because it's so important. So unlimited meaning that there is no there is no edge. There is no limitation. So the Earth literally goes that way. And I'm pointing in front of me. A trillion, billion, quadrillion miles. I'm pointing behind me now. That way, a trillion, billion, quadrillion miles. I mean, you know, what's the last number times the last number? Me and my brother used to argue about this. What's the last number times the last number? <laughs> so, infinity, in other words. Some people have caused called this an infinite plane concept. Now, I like Eric DeBay's stance on this in that he says, we just don't know. And he's right. We don't know. We we'd only theorize. But I like to throw into that we just don't know with let's deductive reason this bitch out. And when you deduce it and you find out that, I mean, if you put yourself in the place of the source of all creation, you're gonna make a place for your creation to exist upon. Why not go for go for broke? Go for the gusto, you know? Make it unlimited. Now, people don't have any problem fathoming. An unlimited universe. Uh, excuse me, universe. In other words, you know, the universe goes that way, a trillion billion miles up in the sky, you know, whatever. But you can't conceptualize an unlimited earth. Well, what gives here? Now, Isaac Asimov kind of toyed with this idea in his book, um, *The Universe from Flat Earth to Quasars*, a book that came out in 1977. Yeah, you've heard of Isaac Asimov, born Isaac Yudovich Ozimov, with an O, 1920, January 2, passed on April 6 of 1992, American author, professor of biochemistry at Boston University, best known for his works of science fiction. Now this dude here wrote and edited 500 books, 90,000 letters and postcards, all of his books collectively are published in nine out of the 10 possible categories of the old Dewey decimal system classification. That's how they used to divide up books back in the day. I would say he's pretty prolific and, you know, I go to Amazon, you know, dot com and look at, uh, look at some of his titles, you know, that he's written all over the map. I mean, literally all over the map, uh, a book called foundation. Um, Foundation and Empire Uh, you know, uh, iRobot from the movie with Will Smith The Stars Like Dust Um, let's see you guys got uh, Foundation's Edge prelude to Foundation Foundation and Earth The Caves of Steel Uh, The Naked Sun Robots of Dawn The Currents of Space Foundation, he's stuck on this concept of a foundation, which is eerily like a infinite plane, if you ask me. Pebble in the sky, you know, there's like, a, yeah, there's like, because the, the real firmament that's endless as well as the, the earth, but beneath, which makes sense, has some type of shedding impermeable um, roof up there, keeping our cabin pressurized so that we can have oxygen. Pebbled
1: in sky,
0: yeah. Because sometimes it comes off, and at night those look kind of like uh, falling stars. Uh, Nightfall. Speaking of, there's a book he wrote. Um, So I mean, this guy—if anybody—if anybody anybody has imagination to conceive of an earth that never ends—I sound like Captain Kirk
1: here, Spock. How did he not see it?
0: I mean, it would be this guy, right? <laughs> now, here's the quote in the book. Let me read it to you. It's on page 15. It's from the book called The Universe, Colon, From Flat Earth to Quasar. And I quote Isaac himself. Yet, if the earth were indeed flat, an end of some sort would seem an almost foregone conclusion. Not really. Not really, Isaac. It's not a foregone conclusion that there would be some type of edge. Right. The alternative would be a flat surface that would go on forever and forever. One that would be infinite in extent, in other words. Yeah, you got it, babe. This is a most uncomfortable concept. Throughout history, men have tended to avoid the concept of endlessness. What the fuck? STAND BACK EVERYONE! TO INFINITY AND BEYOND! In either space or time, there's something impossible to grasp. Isaac, hey, Take your scientific dick out of your hand, it ain't Philip, and grasp it, baby. (laughs) And understand, and therefore, something that cannot easily be worked with or reasoned about. What the fuck? This This guy can reason and work about science fiction, but he can't grasp an infinite earth. Right. Oh, my God, I think he's been sniffing too many quasars.
1: A little bit more for Santa
0: Claus. So, you can see, he's talking about man can't conceive of anything that's infinite. Well, that's a bunch of horse hockey. If you can conceive of an infinite universe, you can conceive of an infinite universe, Mr. Isaac Asimov. (laughs) You see, these people, these authors, are just trying to formulate everybody into a... Uh, controlled opposition, and really that's what this is.
1: If you cannot control the opposition, we will lead it ourselves.
0: When you have the debate a flat around, flat around, flat around, flat around, and they're both the same concept, they're both limited, they have corralled everybody's thinking and put the debate just like they do the red and blue state, you know, Republican and Democrat. You really think you have a choice there? It's the same bird, two wings. You know, Mark Twain even said, your vote doesn't count. If it, if it did, it wouldn't let you do it. <laughs> so here it is again, controlled opposition with the shape of the earth. Flat around, flat around, flat around, flat around. They got everybody corralled into one. Well, it looks like a debate between is it flat or is it round, but both of those are the same category, limited. So here's the real debate. Is it limited versus unlimited? Let's have that debate. And when you think about it, they're both, they're all, all of them are theoretical in nature because the average person does not have the capability, the resources, the technology, the wherewithal to build their own rocket or get a huge balloon like was done in the 1930s with the guy that they fashioned the mad professor look after. Um, May 27, 1933 in Scientific American Magazine. Here this guy goes with an assistant into a pressurized capsule into a huge balloon. He goes like 12 miles up in the air. You know, Picard, Professor Picard was his name. Yeah, the same Picard they use model for uh, number one. Get my L. Gray. That Picard, he was a real person. And he got in a pressurized capsule, went up in a balloon several miles up in the air. And then they gave him up for dead. They couldn't find him or where the hell he went. Wait, when you get that high, you know, I mean, it's pretty, pretty, pretty way up there in the air. So you just tweak a little bit and you end up, you know, on the earth area, a matter of hundreds of miles. You're just moving around up there a few, like a mile or two. So, you know, so anyway, so he finally does come back down to earth, <laughs> this Picard. And his assistant, they're they're alive. They depressurize the capsule. He gets out, and they interview him in Scientific American magazine. You can look up this in your uh, choice of uh, research engine. Um, and Picard says to everybody, "Well, when I looked up, when I, I mean, when I looked down on the Earth, it kind of looked like a a big giant disc with upturned edges. Now, if that's really what he saw or not, it still fits into to the same model. It fits into a universal." concept, because this upturned edge that he can see past may have had more land, and then another little, uh, you know, dippy do, uh, continental uh, puddle of upturned edges over there, and then it goes on forever and ever and ever and ever, and you just can't see you can't see at a certain point even with a uh, 1000 um, P1000 n- Nikon camera zooming in as far as it can go, eventually, even that will run out of perspective and we'll run out of ability to zoom and look on an endless, infinite area that you're looking at. Even the laser telescopes. You know, there's a couple of cool videos done from an airplane view. The guy up there with the laser telescope, and you can see literally thousands of miles. And uh, But even that, when you're talking about infinite area, it's going to eventually zoom out. It's going to perspectivize out, or, or whatever the word is. I don't know. I'll make up a word for it so here we go the real debate is the limited models of which are let's recap globe flat earth dome hollow and simulation they're all limited versus unlimited universe or some people call it the infinite plane i like universe better i think it's more catchy so with a universal model it's unlimited in scope, and size, and dimension, and there is no north, east, west, and south. There is no latitude and longitude. That's just platitude to make everybody think they're on some kind of limited sphere. And on an unlimited model, which you, as the source creator, again to to uh, let's do a playwright here, or uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, role play. So. You're going to make stuff one day. You're going to make materialism. You've existed forever in a non-material existence. So, ex nihilo, out of nowhere, out of nothing, you just all of a sudden say, whammo, there's materialism. And the universal plane exists. It just shoots out in every direction. Well, we are not in the center of anything. We're not even a civilization. We may have been a civilization in the past, but we are not currently. When you're dropping bodies for resource allocation, for land grabs, in the 21st century, you're 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 it's 2023, 2024, and you're still dropping people's bodies out so you can take over their. Air. That's not civilization. That's that's stupid. When big farmer runs around and sells you poisons at high high prices that are just doing worse for you really in the long run. By and large, these medicines are poisons, and you you're grabbing them up and you're paying them. You know your your parents, you know their their life savings that they've saved up now are being dumped into the big pharmaceutical industry to keep them alive just another few years. They love that. That's not civilized. That's not a, what a civilization does. In fact, a civilization would just tell everybody, "Hey, you got your own perfect medicine within your own body. It's called urine therapy. It's a good resource for that." So you know, big pharmaceutical—they're not going to tell you that you got something way better that's free inside your own body. Why would they? That would be called civilization. (laughs) And then you know, banks, banking, paychecks—what? You're you're working for the man. You're working for yourself, so you can make money, so you can pay bills, have a paycheck, and bank all this money, and then now the banks are about ready to take it all from everybody anyway. It's not civilization. That's called a, a monetary-based economy, you know, like the Venus Project that um, completely doomed that theory of monetary-based economic system. They, they proposed resource-based economy. And, you know, with ChatGTP now rising, quantum computing rising, you got your hardware, you got your software that are becoming way better, way smarter. There may still be hope for this regional area if enough people get in charge and defeat the elite, and you know, give me a hundred years, two, three hundred years, and uh, it could turn around and be a civilization one day. Uh, that's all you know yet yet to be determined. <laughs> and believe me, when I check out of this existing body, this this flesh suit they call, um, if I have an option, I'm not coming back here. These people are fucked. <laughs> These people that rule, the 1 over the 99 in this this uh, this regional little dippy-doo of continental space and a universal plane, these people don't know what the hell they're doing. And if they do have the technology to fast-forward this and make it a civilization, they're holding back. You know, this 1%? Well, what the hell, you know? So fuck this place. When I get out of this body, I am not coming back here if I have a choice in the matter. I'm going to go way out there in this universal... Existence and try to find a family that's in an area that's got kind of it going on. You know, like instead of one over ninety nine, it's everybody's part of the hundred percent cure, hundred percent civilized society. All right, let me get off my soapbox. So the point of this podcast is literally to show you the difference between the real debate that's not being made, the controlled oppositional debate that we have now between flat around, flat around, should really be. Um, unlimited versus limited that's my bottom line on this podcast so look at it that way and if you put me wrong put me wrong step back out and look at these people debating look at the flat earthers debating the round earthers or the globulars or the globulars or whatever look at what they're doing to each other look at how ridiculous their arguments are look at when they show the diagram of uh, you know the globe people trying to make the flat earth people look ridiculous they have every planet's round 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 and the, and the earth is this disc like a pizza, and the water's pouring off of it. That's just stupid. That's stupid. Um, And first of all, a real flat earther wouldn't have the water pouring off of it because they'd have that dome to seal it in, right? Okay, so. (laughs) But it's all limited. It's all limited BS. So look at the difference between those models and the one that I propose, And go back and look at my podcast called the Univerth. U-N-I-V-E-R-T-H. Univerth. Check it out. If you'd like to support this podcast, please do so by going to our email address, connected to PayPal. It's click here, podcast, and fill the H-E-A-R. That's right, H-E-A-R, because there is a podcast called H-E-R-E by National Public Radio about six months ago that uh, has to do semi with some of the things I talk about, viruses and computers and stuff. So they can't delete me, they just can steer people around me. So it's C-L-I-C-K-H-E-A-R. Podcast at ProtonMail.com if you would like to send support. I'd rather you be educated. I, I, I really have hope for this region of continents. I really do. If enough people tip the scales and wake up and, uh, you know, start just doing viral videos or whatever, or viral podcasting, or just get it out in the vernacular and just start discussing it at the water cooler talk or at uh, the park wherever you go shopping, if enough people rise up, it could be a sudden swarm and we could swamp the 1% easily. We could start really taking back and that's that's my bottom line, really. All right, so everybody, till the next podcast, Enjoy yourself, learn, research, question reality, question everything, question the narratives given to you. I don't care if they're loving parents that have told you some loving things and they would never steer you wrong. Stop and look at what they've been lovingly teaching. Look at the standard narratives all around you. Question everything. All right. Right out. You're listening to the Click Here Podcast, brought to you by New Airways Audio Productions.
1: Is there a devil? Is the globe a thing? The new podcast on Potomatic.com. space out there? Was there a Jesus? What is true peace? Am I going crazy? Listen for current uploads. Is NASA lying to us? Are nuclear bombs for real? And follow this URL to get there. Click here, spelled H-E-A-I-S, creator. Is there time? Join me. Artstemo, what to discover these topics in life on now? Click here. Where did I come from? Click here. Cost. Again, that's click here. Potomatic. Did anyone dot land on the moon? Are nuclear bombs for real? Spell it like you listen to it, and be sure to leave a comment, Ooh, God.
0: Get your free Potomatic.com app today
1: in the app stores, and then be sure to click here,